previously on the Simply Human podcast. I was on a date recently and it was one of those things where the, the woman seemed very, very nice. And then we went out to dinner and the way that oh. she treated the waiter, I'm like, I'm sorry, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's a red flag. Yeah. It's a huge red flag. Yeah. And it was to the point where I'm like, I, I, it was, it wasn't like just one thing. It was just, a, it was like a habitual thing yeah. just within the course of like 30 to 45 minutes. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, you know, this clearly is just not going to work. It's episode 207 of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, very happy to have Dr. Ann Shippy, MD. Is that redundant? Uh, no, you have to do the MD because you're not sure if it's like a... Oh, right. Like PhD. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Dr. Ann Shippy, MD, who creates extraordinary wellness using cutting-edge science testing tools and the latest genetic research to determine and treat root causes, not just symptoms of illnesses and the toxins that cause them. Rick, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Is the... Is sorry, the vo- I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm well. I don't want to... Yeah, Is the volume up on your computer or your device that you're listening on? Hang on, let me see. This too? No, it is not. Well, I'm hearing some sort of weird feedback. I don't know what to tell you. Internet. Help. Internet.org. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have kind of a funny story about books. Okay, listen. I'll be the judge of whether it's funny or not. Okay, you just tell you you have a story to tell about books. Okay. Um, so I go in. I had a. I had, okay. You always say you don't know Abilene, but there was the Chili's over by the mall. Oh, no, I know Abilene. I'm very familiar with several places in Abilene. Okay, so the Chili's by the mall. Yes, that's where. Uh, Remember the guy who uh, there was a weatherman who got fired from a job in like Virginia, like maybe three months ago because he stumbled on air and accidentally said Martin Luther raccoon like on accident. It was very clearly an accident, but he got fired. That was Jeremy Cappell. He used to work at that Chili's when he worked at a KRBC. Yeah. He got fired from that uh, job at Chili's too, supposedly, in a really funny way. Like somebody left him a terrible tip, and so he like chased him out in the parking lot and was like, "Hey, you forgot your dollar." <laughs> oh. Hey, do you remember? It's a drop on the ticket. There was a there was a, a news guy who was caught on air saying something really nasty, like sexually. What on air? Do you remember that? They play. They talk about the musers, and they and they. Uh, Hey, listen, you're doing a radio show for two people here, pal. Like no Well, one... but if you knew what I was talking about, I was going to say that guy works in Abilene now. So, um, of course he does. So, I, I had a lunch meeting. Yeah, he starts off like the fun time for the disabled? I don't think so. You're not talking about that guy, are you? No, we'll talk about it okay, later. By the way, real quick, uh, for everyone who's listening is completely puzzled, uh, go and YouTube. Uh, I'm sure you could find it somewhere. I'm going to give it to you and have you put it in the show notes because... This is the most stunning on-air screw. Oh, wait, what's it called? I have, I have to look up. But what did name. you say? Disabled what? Where is the guy? He starts off and he's oh F and S. No, this is something different. Okay, well, man, this is a fantastic show today. Okay, yeah, we're really, really knocking out of the park here. So, <laughs> I had a lunch meeting at that Chili's, as you do. <laughs> And I had like an hour to kill before I, I I needed to go. So I'm a rewards member at Books a Million. Oh. 
Do you have like a barcode tattooed on your forearm for that? <laughs> no, but I do get special perks and things that I I'm a I'm a I'm a special customer there. So I was like, oh, you know what? Books a Million is like right there at the mall. So I was like, I'm gonna go in there because I love books and I'm gonna buy some books. So I went in. I ended up buying the Golden Compass trilogy. Donald Trump facing new critics. What? I'm trying to find that stupid. Oh, post. I was like, what? you sounded like I, uh, I was opened up YouTube trying to find. We'll that be link. careful because that's coming through straight away. Oh, I didn't realize I was gonna do. Yeah. That. All right. Okay. So I go in. I buy a few things as I'm checking out. The little the little checker outer girl was like, Hey, don't for, do you know about Penny a Page Day on Saturday? And I was like, No. What? She was hmm. like, Well, for members on Saturday, any book you want is a Penny a Page. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, okay, like flip open the book. This book here you have here, it's a, it's 398 pages. This book would be $3.98. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, any book you want. It's like, she was like, well, if like kids books that are like $20 books that are like three pages, we wouldn't sell them for three cents. You know, there's like certain restrictions like that. I was like, really? There's like, that's unbelievable. So I go home and I tell like my kids who also love books. I was like, guys, you're not gonna believe this. On Saturday, we're going to Books A Million. So they were like, we were, so like Thursday, Friday, we're like all excited about it. Saturday, we make like a special trip, and and two other like the the two of the Cobb kids went with me because they were also excited. And like, Simply Humans own Dylan like gave us money, like buy books, like this is incredible, what an incredible offer. I'm thinking it's gonna be like the like before school shopping. There's gonna be there's like well, there's gonna be no, there's gonna be no books left. When we get there, if we get there too late, you know, we're like rushing. What with that huge rush it? Right. A million. Books a million. So, okay, we get to books a million. I'm like, all right, girls, I'm with I'm with four girls, four little girls, two are mine, ages like, you know, 10, 10, 9, 8, right? I'm like, here's the kids, like, section. Like, you have each have X amount of dollars to spend. Go crazy. Here's how you find out how much the book has cost. And then I went out and looked in, in my little section, the adult section. I'm sorry. You went to the adult section of the bookstore? I did. Did you ever do that like at a bookstore like when you're a kid like go find like the anatomy books like the full color pages and like go to the, like the breastfeeding Mark, section? I didn't, I didn't do a lot of hanging out in bookstores. <laughs> it was like oh man, whatever it took. Um and so we're there for like almost an hour, okay? And like several times so I'm like sitting there I have I have like 12 books. And I'm going to send you a picture of and uh, of the books. And each of the kids has like four or five books. They're, they're like, we don't have a card or anything. They're just like holding on to these books, like like under the weight of these books. We finally get up to the front. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be a lot. But like, I give books away for gifts. Like, this is just, you can't beat this deal. Like, I'm going to eventually buy these books. So we get to the front. And I was like, yes. All right, I'm texting you the picture now. And I wanted you to like go down the list of the books that I had. I was like, yes, we're here for the Penny a Page Day. I have all of these books. We had like 25 books. She was like, oh, okay. Which one book would you like to use that on? <laughs> you idiot. Where is I'm okay. <clears throat> Just looking right here, uh, American Ulysses, which appears to be at least a thousand pages. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's like a 700 page book yeah uh the hobbit uh yeah you have <laughs> this is <laughs> read the other ones oh man before we were yours whatever that is the billy joel book 
What is that? Billy Joel biography. <laughs> Man, I'm sure that is riveting. <laughs> uh, the title that I can't say on the air. Right, it's a Mark Manson book. People will know who that is. He's very famous. I don't think they will at all. <laughs> I don't think they'll know who that is at all. Yes, yeah, Mark Manson. He's very famous. The other book he wrote had that F word in it, and uh, and he was very famous. Like, like, like something about how not to give a F. There's also what appear to be some adult magazines. No. Here. no. <laughs> the still a penny a page? Or was it half a penny a page? Those came with the offer. <laughs> so it was you get to pick one book. Yeah, that that was penny a page. And so it's like I had like four hundred dollars worth of books. And so I've turned around to all the four kids that are each holding all these books they're so excited about, and I was like, Well, <laughs> Pick one, I guess. Pick one book because they each had a budget, you know, like it's like one of their books would like. Fit Dad, the budget. I'm bringing two dollars, yeah. and I'm going to get me a two hundred page book. <laughs> Slow down, pal. You don't need money for tax. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I, if I had known that it was Why like, you just turn around and be like, I'm sorry, I'm a books a million uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, if you think what she said, she said any book you want, and I took that to mean like. Any book I want. It's like uh, you know, getting kicked out of an all-you-can-eat buffet. Right. Like, this is this is all you can eat. And it's like no, no, you don't understand. You've eaten all you can eat. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Very different meaning. The same word uh, <laughs> order there. And so, I mean, I like after we got home, I was like, that took us like an hour and a half to like drive over to get all the kids to get all the money to come over. I was like, if I'd known it was for one book. I wouldn't have even gone. I saved like I ended up. I bought like I gone I, and gotten a five hundred thousand page book. <laughs> well, I ended up the book. I ended up getting. Encyclopedia. I ended up saving like three dollars and fifty cents. I was like, <laughs> special trip. Yeah. All you're thinking about is man, like in your head, like in your little dream bubble. It's you in a top hat, like in a monocle, like waving money around. Like I'm saving so much money on all these books. And then I'm sitting, I'm sitting in like a high back chair. You can't even like see see me because I have so many books stacked around me. And there's just like my pipe smoke coming out from the middle of everything. I can't do the actual physical book anymore. You can't. I've been reading on my Kindle app for so long, yeah. like it's just. But the thing that sucks about the Kindle app is, uh, well, it's not th- that specifically, is like you forget the title of the book. Right. You never have to look at the cover. You just yeah. open the app and you start reading where you left off. And then off. someone's like, what are you reading? And you're like, I don't know, I, some book. With like a couple of notable exceptions of famous books, I've been like, I don't remember the title. Yeah. And I also can't keep track of like what books I have read. So Right. I am almost through with A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. You finished? No, I'm, I'm almost finished. Okay. That's what I just said. I just finished the autobiography of Malcolm X. <gasps> that was one of the books that I saw that I was like, ooh, that would be another good one. Hashtag woke. Hashtag. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I guess you're just going to read some Dickens while I'm reading. Uh, <sighs> That's what a figure in the 20th century. There was a Sandra Day O'Connor book on there. Oh, okay. Well, there was a lot of stuff there, too, but... <laughs> Man. Whoever that is, a- <laughs> I wrote that uh, that that cartoon where Uncle Scrooge, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, gets visited by the <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Oh man, man, there was something else. Oh, something happened at uh, Taekwondo today. <laughs> Bow to your sensei. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. Say- I love the way that sentence goes. By the way, uh, something happened at Taekwondo today, which means that 
Mark might have challenged another dad to a Taekwondo match, or he might have pooped in his pants. Well, on that note, so like you you said, challenge another dad. Well, there would have to have been another dad there. I'm going to like the the midday, like the lunchtime class, and in the summer, apparently, it's just like a bunch of teenage boys, right? And so you went around karate chopping a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> so. Like there's these so but this is how it goes with teenage boys. I'm 38. I feel like I'm 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 not I'm a college graduate. <laughs> like I'm not an idiot, right? You know, it, well, in the grand scheme of life. I'm waiting on the results from the laboratory yeah. on that one. So I'm like I got into an argument with a 17-year-old about the fact that whether or not my brothers were identical or fraternal twins. <laughs> Just like Wait. How did you get in an argument with someone over that? So, well, he, they, they're twins. They're 17 years old. And they're twins. And I was like, oh, my brothers are twins. I didn't realize y'all were twins. You must be fraternal. You don't look anything alike. And he was like, yeah, that's right. I was like, my brothers are identical twins. And it's kind of weird, but like biologically they're identical, but they actually don't, they, they don't really don't look anything alike. A lot of people think that what me and the other twin, and he's like, no, then they're fraternal. I was like, well, I mean, yes, yeah, like a, a Appearance-wise, they you would think that, but actually, biologically, he's like, no, identical means that they look the same. And I was just like, okay, dude, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna get into an argument with you about my own brothers. I would literally just be like, all right, and just turn around. And- That's almost kind of what I did. But anyway, that leading into, I fixed my toilet. That was a weird sentence. I fixed my toilet a couple weeks ago. The little flusher thing, you can just like, I had to buy like a whole new uh, little floater thing, you know, like it, it floats and then it gets a certain level of a, a valve, a float valve. Okay. Is that what it is? So I, I, I fixed it. I have no idea. <laughs> well, well, I fixed it on my toilet. So I, I kind of, I watched some YouTube videos and I kind of felt like, hey, I kind of understand how a toilet works. Now, after all these years of like the oh, that's pretty neat how the the how that works physics physics, so I go into the bathroom at Taekwondo. <laughs> I use the restroom as quickly as I could because, as my daughter Hope says, I went to the twos <laughs> and I flushed. Oh. Uh. And nothing happened. Dumb, you got you got dumb and dumbered. No, yeah, like not, like nothing happened. And like I I like I was like, oh no. So there's like imagine right. And so I lift the thing off of the tank, and I'm looking down like I, I know this. I'm familiar with this now. And I tried a couple of different things. I even like turned the water off, the supply line off, and turned it back on, thinking it would like, and like the tank wouldn't fill, and like so it wouldn't. There wasn't enough force to like flush the. Remnant, remnant, remains. <clears throat> Excrement. Yeah, just, <laughs> I think feel like we know. And so I just had to like leave it, and luckily there was no one like standing right outside. There's like one person bathroom, one toilet for the whole thing. So I just like ran out of there, like. So I was just kept imagining somebody coming in, being like, "Somebody broke the toilet," and I'd be like, "What'd you do? <laughs> was it me?" Like we need to have uh. Like, there should be like a test button on the toilet where you can just instantly tell you hit the right. test button. And it's like, okay. it's like Willy Wonka when you put the egg and it tells you good or bad. You like push the button and it's like, will not flush. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm not going to go in this toilet. 
<laughs> I've got bad news, Mark. What? Never seen Willy Wonka. Rick? Not one time. What? You've never seen Snozberg's? Seen what? You never you never had a Snozberg? Nope. You've never have, seen people the- make jokes my whole life and instead of watching the movie so I could understand them, I always go, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Are you opposed to watching it? It seems kind of weird. Let's watch it together. Via, via, over here? via FaceTime. <laughs> yes, let's FaceTime watching a movie together. <laughs> Man, I f- we need to do this sometime. But like the number of like just really important movies and like really popular movies that, that you haven't seen that I haven't. It, it is staggering. I've never like, seen Grease. I, and I'm not like a movie person, but I'm also like not a not movie person. Uh, but it's it's stunning, really. Like people will jaws drop when I start telling them like, "Oh, yeah, I haven't seen Pulp Fiction," and they're like, "Oh, oh I see. That's yeah, that's one you got to yeah, see. see." Pulp Fiction, and they're like, "Have you heard anything about the current movie Midsummer?" I don't even. I've never even heard of that. It it is so on Friday, and we're we got a few, just a few minutes left where we we're, we talk Dr. Trippy on Friday night. No, was it Friday night? Yeah, it was Friday night. I'm sitting there, it's like nine forty. And I was going to like see what movies were on. I was like, you know what? Some one of my friends just talked about this Midsummer. It is like, it's kind of a scary movie. The guy that, that made Hereditary is the same like writer of this movie. So I was like, oh, I like scary movies. What Hereditary is. So. It's, well, it's, it's great. So I look it up thinking maybe it's on Amazon, you know, to rent or something. Well, it's like, oh, it's like still in theaters. I was like, oh, geez. So I look and there's a 950 showing and it's 940. So like, I look over at Jen. I was like, hey, uh, Maybe it starts in like 10 minutes. She was like, yeah, no, I have to write. Like, go. I don't care. I was like, seriously? She was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. So, like, I fantangoed the ticket and got there like five minutes to spare because I live like there's a new Cinemark like, right by my house. Everything in Abilene is like yeah. two minutes away from Yeah. You. So, like, I, I'm in like what I had on. I was wearing like my pajama pants, you know, and like and watch this movie. And it, I've never had a movie experience like that movie. It is the most... I can't even. I don't even know how. What words? Disturbing, horrible, horrible, shocking. Is it better or worse than Human Centipede? Uh, probably right up there. Have you seen Human Centipede? I mean, I know what it's about. I've, I've never actually seen it, it, but I can't. It's a running joke between me and some friends that I used to work with uh, in Oklahoma. That one guy's gonna get a Human Centipede tattoo because he's such a such a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, don't Google human centipede. Um, uh, you can Google it, or just, do it if you do it if you want. Depends yeah. on what kind of job you have. Is that that wasn't real? That wasn't like based on a true story, was it? I don't think so. God, I hope not. By the way, I've got great news for everyone. So, if you want to see, I've been obsessed with this now. Uh, the greatest television news blooper of all time. Oh, can you play it? Search. On YouTube for Bismarck, that's B-I-S-M-A-R-C-K, and then K-F-Y-R. And the very first thing that pops up is Bismarck, K-F-Y-R, news anchor, accidentally curses. But that is not even remotely, like, that does not even scratch the surface. It's this guy's very well, first... Listen. I'll bleep it. The organization has okay. a fun time for the disabled. A deadly avalanche kills five in Colorado. Dreams in Motion organization has a fun time for the disabled. A deadly avalanche kills five in Colorado. 
You're watching the Evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition. Good evening, I'm Nancy Hugh. You may have seen our newest AJ on NBC North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co-anchor. Oh. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ. Um, thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the East Coast. <laughs> okay, well, welcome aboard, AJ. Thanks. Go for it. A fatal ATV crash happened yesterday in Williams County. Officials say Kevin George <laughs> rolled with his ATV while turning from canal to 100. Unbleached form. Oh. Really yeah, like it's. He says GFS. It's his very first moment on. Right the before news. they say like welcome. Yeah, literally just and man, can you imagine being her? How do you keep from just fishtailing uh, all over the road when you hear that go out over here? Like, how do you not laugh? Oh, gosh. Okay, that was great. On that note, here's Dr. Shippy. Oh, there. I think she's on. She's Hi. on. Dr. Shippy. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. This I'm is... excited to talk to you guys. Well, good. We're excited to talk to you. This is Mark, and Rick is on the line. Hi, Mark and Rick. Hi. It is a pleasure to meet you. Thank, thank you. you thank you for saying my name first. Uh <laughs> Thank you for saying mine last. So it would linger on the, the brain. <laughs> so right before we called you, we were listening to a, a very egregious on-air blooper. Somebody like said something they weren't supposed to say on air. Um, do you have? Has that ever happened to you? Where you've like not not necessarily like on television, but uh, where like maybe you said something that you didn't mean to say, like it, something came out wrong. Do you have? Oh any? yes. Yes, and I have teenage boys, oh so gosh. it happens all the time. And they and they don't let, and they don't let you like just gloss over it. If you say something, they're like, "Oh, mom just said that." Exactly. <laughs> we were also just talking about teenage my, boys. My favorite is when I'm like involved in a professional conversation, and you have to go with the the back to back, you know, do. So you say like do do well, do is and just trying to see people. <laughs> Like hold it together, and you can tell the ones who that's not even in their wheelhouse, not even something that they see. And then the people like me who like kind of their smile like kind of turns up on the ends, and they just look down at the ground to keep from outing themselves. Yeah, like what? Let's see, how, how, how many teenage boys do you have? Two. I have two. How old are they? Well, actually, one is just past the teenage years. Um, I have a seventeen-year-old and a twenty-one-year-old. Okay, he he, he uh, still counts as a teenager. I, yeah, his He's frontal, still, yeah, his frontal college, lobe, so. <laughs> his frontal lobe hasn't fully developed. <laughs> it's getting close, yeah. but not quite there yet. <laughs> well, Rick, so I was, we were in church on Sunday, and the guy teaching class said tassels, and me and some guys looked over at each other like that's that's that won't even go past. Like really, like, <laughs> like that's not even a thing. Like that's not even funny. Like, uh, one can't sneak past me, and someone looks at me like really that that's what okay all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we did an intro for you. Um so we've already we're already past that, so we can just dive right in. Um uh, where are you right now physically? I'm like, in Austin, Texas <gasps> at my office. Are you from there? I well I've lived here so long, I feel like I'm from here. Well that's cool. Um my in laws live in Georgetown. Oh my gosh. How about that? I'm in Abilene. You might what? yeah, you and might I, and I'm in Fort Worth. So we Oh have, my god, yeah. you guys are neighbors. Yeah. You might you might have heard of a city called Lampasas. 
Of course. Yeah, so my father-in-law is from there, and uh, we've got a little, uh, little farm out there. Hey, I know a lot of people from Texas, too. Let's go through them one by one for our guests. You might have heard of the city uh, Houston. I have some friends in Houston. Uh, that's a small world. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's do this really quick. Um, we're going to guess your birthday. Um, you don't, don't give us any clues, just yes or no. And I'm going to guess, and then Rick is going to guess. I, 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 I've got a really good feeling about this. We are... We are in your astrological sign currently. Uh, you are uh, June 22nd. Close. <gasps> she gave you a hint, Rick. Now, should I go higher or lower? I'm going to go June 17th. Oh, my gosh. She went the right direction. It's just not far enough. Oh, what is it? <laughs> wow, five days. We were within five days. <laughs> No, you're in within um, 16 days. Well, what was it? <laughs> June 1st. June 1st. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you're not a cancer. I thought you were a cancer. Oh, you're, really? Why? I just did. I'm a cancer, and I usually can tell cancers. Oh. But you're only like 20 days away from being a cancer, so you're close enough. Yeah. That's <laughs> Well, and the Gemini, you know, we kind of can take multiple forms. Yep. You're like a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> We're shapeshifters, exactly. Are you like practicing like astrology on the radio now? Maybe. Rolling your weird dice and touching <laughs> a crystal and don't Do make you fun need of my license dice. for that. Ah, no. <laughs> you don't need a license for it for m many things for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. So. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, we did an intro, but let's hear from in your words. Kind of give us your story. Like, what is it you're doing and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so I am a functional medicine physician. I'm board certified in internal medicine and functional medicine, so pretty serious business. I consider myself to be a detective doctor and I use the latest technology and testing to really help people understand what's going to rye and why and then use the most holistic way possible to help their, get their body into balance. So my patient population tends to be either people that are highly motivated to do everything possible to be well, or uh, people who are pretty sick and they're desperate and really looking for answers. And I kind of got there by having those things happen to myself. Um, I'm highly motivated to be super healthy, and but then I've gotten sick multiple times. So the first time was when I was um, I had been working for IBM as a chemical engineer and manager for almost ten years went on vacation and I was feeling great before I left. And then I came back and my life was never the same again. I could not uh, keep my weight on and I had abdominal symptoms all the time and just really felt terrible. And um, the people around me that I was working with really thought I was dying. Went from doctor to doctor and didn't get and answers other than, yeah, you got a lot of inflammation in your gut and, um, here, try these medicines to that are just band-aids. And I really felt like I had a strong body and that I could figure it out. So I, I just kept searching on my own and it was before the internet <laughs> a long time yeah. ago. And um, so I read lots of books and then saw lots of different kinds of practitioners, a nutritionist, a naturopath, a, an allergist, immunologist who kind of thought outside the box. Um, did some uh, herbal medicines and I tried about 10 different diets <laughs> yeah. and I finally cut my body back and it 
the, the process of learning how the body works made me realize that I, what I really wanted to do, even though I loved engineering and I loved working for IBM, was to take my, my um, you know, nerdy brain and go apply it in the world of medicine to do medicine differently. So let's just very quickly talk about, because that's a crazy decision. When you're, you're what, you're probably like in your late 20s? Uh, it was actually, I was 32 when I started medical school. Wow. So I was about 30, 31 when all this was happening. So when, and when did you like finally like get out and done <laughs> and everything? Like I was, let's see. Eight years? It was, uh, well, yeah, I was eight, eight years because yeah. I had, I had never taken a biology class when I made Oh, so you had like two years of prereqs. Well, I was lucky because I had had all the prerequisites except for the biology because of the chemical engineering all right. degree. Yeah. So I just had to go relearn all that stuff because uh, I hadn't learned the organic chemistry and the physics and all of that in over 10 years. Yeah. So I had to go back and re, you know, learn it well enough to be able to take the MCAT. And then um, I took two biology classes and um, and then applied to med school and then finished my prerequisites after I was accepted wow. in that semester right before. So it all happened super quick, yeah. it's, it, which is, it amazes me how many times in my life where I make a really clear decision and it's like, it's almost a compulsion. It's just so yeah. clear. Like, this is my path. This is what I need to do. Yeah. And it, like everything falls into place. <laughs> right. Hey, R- Rick, uh, that story, like going back to medical school reminds me of something uh, the mayor of Abilene told me one time. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> so, yeah. so well, I well, a jug of moonshine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it, it was this. It was like somebody was like uh, in you know a non traditional student, you know, like a, a little bit older than the like normal uh, medical s- school student, and and they were like in, they were going to go back to school, and they were kind of really debating on it. And he said, "Well, okay, you're whatever it is, you're thirty. If you go to medical school, it'll take you eight years. How old will you be when you get done with medical school? Well, 38. Okay. If you don't go to medical school, how old will you be in eight years? Like <laughs> 38. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's, but, and you can apply that to anything. Like, if you want to do something, like, just just do it. You know, just, like, go for it. Start now. Yeah. Well, then what was so fascinating to me was when I, people were shocked when I was leaving IBM because I, you know, was, I had this really successful, amazing career and, um, and I loved it. But then when I was going around and seeing particular people, just to make sure that I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be busy for the next seven years or eight years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might not have time to stay in touch. So, but I <laughs> value our relationship. Right. Um, how many people said, Oh, if I could do anything I wanted to do, I would, go to some, I do, you know, go back to and get a degree in the seminary right. or I would go be a psychologist or people. So many people have these dreams. Yeah. They feel like they're constrained in their life, you know, their house payment or, um, you know, children they need to raise house, or whatever yeah, the constraints are. Yeah. And they just, they're just putting their dreams on the back burner and, I just wasn't willing to do that. I was like, I have the stream and <laughs> I want, want everything else too. So I actually had one of my children in med school and one in residency. <laughs> oh man. Where <laughs> did you, even, do you mind me asking where you went to med school? I went to UT Houston. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. So was that, and they were ahead, uh, university of Texas. Yeah, at, yeah. I mean, at, at Houston. Yeah. yeah. They, um, they were awesome. There were, there were actually about 10 of us in my class that had had, 
um, degree or, you know, had been out in the working world um, before and, you know, significant careers. And a number of us were actually engineers. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, how that, like, if you have that brain that's like a drawn to engineering, same kind of, a lot of the same things apply, right? When you're like, especially what you're doing is like the detective. Now, when you say that, you're like a detective. Like when you, when I come to see you in the clinic, are you going to be wearing like a, a deer stalker <laughs> with like a Sherlock Holmes robe? Is that, is that what you mean? With a little pipe? Marcus is trying to show off that he knows what the Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I actually, I'm going to go to the costume store and get one of those <laughs> and put it on and take a picture and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That's your new, your new profile picture. <laughs> I never thought of doing that before, even though I've used that description for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So that. let's, well, let's talk about functional medicine versus kind of the conventional medicine. So in your opinion, I don't know if you want to even get into this can of worms here, but like, what is the biggest, most, I guess, significant thing that conventional medicine is doing wrong right now? Okay. I'm very willing to talk about this. Good. I, cause I, you know, I love my internal medicine background. My, my foundation in medicine is part of why I am able to do what I do with the functional medicine. So there, there's just incredible parts of that, but there are some aspects of the of traditional medicine that are so broken and part of it is just even missing the main question like why is this happening the question that gets uh, asked a lot is what drug can we use to solve this problem right. so i really think we could be identifying the underlying causes and keeping uh, you know keep people from getting even worse illnesses even with things like migraine headaches um uh, reflux, the, you know, heartburn, mm -hmm. any of that recurrent, the irritable bowel syndrome, there are all these little warning signs that your body gives you that things are out of balance. So instead of taking a, a migraine medicine or a headache medicine, pause and think about, well, what could be causing this? So that's number one. And then I really think that there are some heavily used medications right now that are going to, that we're going to have, um, huge misgivings about antibiotics so widely uh, antibiotics is one that's huge because uh, one of the things I'm really interested in right now is um, epigenetics I'm going to be yeah. giving a TEDx talk and I've been doing more talks on on epigenetics so that's how we can influence our genes to um, behave badly or behave poorly so uh, having a healthy microbiome all the good organisms in our body the all, you know the that have 100 to 200 times more DNA than a human has, right. um, gets so heavily influenced by things like taking antibiotics. So it's not just, oh yeah, things don't work as well, but it actually changes how our genes behave mm -hmm. when our microbiome is off. Did that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I just, you know, I did that, and that's just, it's just so sad that it's like, oh yeah, I had this and I just take an antibiotic, you know, just somebody, I just need somebody to prescribe me an antibiotic so I can get rid of this. And like, you're gonna get well you know, if it's, especially if it's, you know, viral, like it's, it, you're going to get well at the same time. The, the antibiotic didn't do anything other than just completely destroy your gut and your immune system for the next time. Exactly. Yeah. So there are definitely times where antibiotics are life saving yes. and we've got to use them, but the, the, like the, the breadth that they're described or, or prescribed and, um, 
you know, sometimes you can use like a really narrow spectrum antibiotic that'll just work on particular strains. And then sometimes you give a broad spectrum. So the use of the broad spectrum antibiotics when they're not necessary really does a lot of harm. I'd be interested to hear your take on a, uh, uh, and this is a thing, it's not a fad because we, we had somebody leave us a review once, Rick, about, about this saying, oh, this is a fad. No, it's like barefoot running, like minimal shoes is not a fad. That's what we did like for the majority of human moving on earth was like, we didn't have Nikes. You yeah, know? yeah. If you look at like the entirety of human history, like uh, the fad is the shoe. Wearing yeah. Things on our feet is like a, right. The head of a pencil compared to the rest of it. So in that, in that same sense, like, like fasting is like this, Oh, intermittent fasting is like this new fad, but no, that's like, you know, I kind of feel like when you look at, you know, uh, anthropology, like the humans are designed to fast. What are you, what is your thought on, on the whole fasting thing? Well, that's actually, that's another area that I'm pretty well researched on right now, like the latest and greatest. So there are two aspects of uh, fasting. So there's the intermittent fasting where you just don't eat as often during the day, like you right. limit your eating to maybe, um, you know, a six or eight hour period and the rest, you don't have anything other than water of a, of a 24 hour period. Um, and, but people can still eat a huge amount of calories right. in, that, in that period of time. And then there's something else called caloric restriction. And, I, and where you just don't eat as many calories, like you just don't, like exactly back to, you know, when our genes were being selected, the people that survived were the people that could get through the periods of time where there wasn't very much food. Right. Um, so what we know now is that both of those, both um, not eating, you know, 16, 18 hours a day, yeah. um, and then not eating as much and actually having some days where you don't eat very much at all, have tremendous benefits to resetting how our genes are being expressed, um, really resetting insulin, metabolism. And insulin sensitivity, is that one of the things? That's a huge one. Yeah. But there's also data now showing that it really helps with even things like cancer treatment yes. and autoimmune disorders. And I mean, it's phenomenal. Is that because of the, you know, I, I've read about, is it autophagy? Is that how you say that? Is that where you're, you give, kind of give your body a chance to, to get rid of some of the cellular waste? Is that or an anti-inflammatory properties of what happens when, in your body when you fast? Yes, exactly. Autophagy. Autophagy. Yes. Way to go, Mark. <laughs> That's, hey, you're, you've been researching. Uh, I'm going to put the pronunciation, like phonetics, but like, I say, I've said that wrong. I'm like talking to people like, yes, uh, autophagy is very important. <laughs> and the, everyone is rolling their eyes at you like, this guy. <laughs> autophagy. autophagy or whatever. Autophagy. No, no, but you're right on. That's what, that's, I think that's, you know, that's one of the problems that we have in our societies is that we're we're not doing the right things to help our bodies regenerate um we're we're hanging on to these cells that are really dragging us down and so we need to let our systems be able to uh knock off the weakest cells yeah and there's and this is we can go on a tangent on on the psychological aspect of like like what it means that in in our society the, most of us obviously like i'm not speaking uh to everyone here but most of us, especially if you're listening to a podcast, we, we get whatever we want, whenever we want, however much of it we want. Like, you know, like we don't have to do anything uncomfortable. We don't have to do any work. 
and I think that's having like a <laughs> a, a big impact on uh, phys- physically and like mentally. That's not great. Yes, we are. We are so fortunate in so many ways. I mean, there's lots of terrible things happening every day, but right. just from the availability of like, you know, being able to get things from anywhere in the world that we want. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's Amazon Prime Day. Get, you know, get, and, you just throw that out to be like, yeah, speaking of which, I'm on Amazon Prime right now. I get yeah. a bunch of stuff from China that's going to be here tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's talk about uh, toxins. I know that's one area that you're an uh, expert in. Uh, and, you know, you hear about people like, oh, take this and this will rid your body of toxins and and uh, don't mind the side effects. That's the toxins <laughs> leaving your body. Like t- talk about some, kind of some of the things that you'll hear out there about toxins and then like what the actual uh, story is. Yeah. So uh, there's so much misinformation out there on this topic. It's really disturbing. Um, so the, the facts are that little bits of exposures um accumulate in our body because we get, you know, a little bit of aluminum from our aluminum deodorant, a little bit of plastic from our plastic bottle, a little bit of arsenic from our rice, a little bit of glyphosate from our oatmeal. So all these toxins overload our systems that help to eliminate them from our body. There's a whole process that each toxin has to go through for the body to be able to uh, eliminate it. And so that really starts to have an effect on so many different aspects of our, our, of our biology. So one of the most important things is it can start to poison our cell membranes, which are really the brains of the cell, what to let in, what to send out, um, what to do in the cell. And then it starts to poison our mitochondria, which is our source for making energy. So what's the most important thing is to start to be aware of where these exposures are and to prevent the exposure. You know, really to try not to drink out of the, um, the plastic bottles, not to cook your food in aluminum foil, um, to use the healthier cleaners. So each area that you can make changes that you do, and then you do some things that support those pathways that are helping your body to exit them. So I like things like liposomal glutathione. Well, like- what did you, Kazuntite, <laughs> spell that. Lip- I'm gonna put it in the show notes, say that again. Liposomal glutathione. Liposomal uh, glutathione. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I can send it to you. Hey, it is a little tricky. Get, so I didn't get a red line under that when I wrote it. No, no <laughs> yeah. way I spelled that right. Hang on. I'm going to put that into a dear I'll make sure you have it. So okay. that's a, that's such a power. So we make glutathione in our body. It's part of that detoxification pathway that I was talking about, but with the, all these uh, toxins that we're exposed to every day, that starts to deplete our production or our availability of the glutathione. It starts to get used up. And then a lot of us like me, that's, that's some of my other health stories is that my body doesn't make it that great. And so then when I, you know, really get to a point where I have a pretty big mold exposure, mercury exposure, all those kinds of things, then I, I really can't clear it for my body very well. So the liposomal glutathione is a special form of glutathione that when you take it, it doesn't get digested. It just gets absorbed. So it goes into your bloodstream and then it can do its work and it's a really powerful antioxidant. So, so is that just like a supplement you can buy or is that like something you have to specially order or something? 
It's a supplement that you can buy, yeah. and I'm I've turned into a liposomal glutathione connoisseur. Huh. That, <laughs> now <laughs> that that is the ultimate. If you could spell that, you oh win God. the spelling bee. <laughs> That's, so yeah, because I you know I can really find see what really works with my patients, what works with me, with my kids, yeah. you know. That's so I've tried a lot of different ones and I've found the ones that work the best. So we can help to fill in your audience on that too. I have a, I have a joke that you can tell your, your 17 year old son. Oh, oh good. Oh, <laughs> All what, right. What happens when you eat aluminum foil? Oh. You sheet metal. <laughs> I, uh, I was wrong. I, <laughs> pretty good (laughs) Uh, i thought i liked that one it reminded me of course you were talking about aluminum foil um okay so okay we you know and i we we've talked about that on the show we've had guests on before it's like okay you get like these little you know your sunscreen here in the summer and then you've got your little chapstick and then you've got your deodorant and you got all these things that you're just you know you're like you mentioned then in the food that we have it's just here and there's all these little things add up and they start to accumulate so there's two things you can do one you can like get um, like more all natural things right like get the deodorant that is just made out of you know dirt and grass um grab <laughs> <laughs> a handful of pine needles and rub <laughs> all over your body, whole body um and you can you know like 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 the glucose lazapis and you could get that to help it absorb and all that. And so, so I like kind of talk about what are some of the things, okay, like somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have all these toxins. What's, what's like the first thing I can do? The first thing you can do is don't take the handheld receipts anymore. Or, you know, when you check out someplace, uh-huh. don't just have them throw it away. Why? The absorption of the, um, the BPA is, more than what you'd get from drinking from a plastic water bottle for over a year, probably three years. So you get this tremendous absorption through your skin. What? A, which is a severe endocrine disruptor. So it starts messing with your hormones. Just from like the the paper or the ink? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the paper. It's a heat sensitive paper. What? And so, you, you know, you touch it, your hands are warm. And it absorbs into your skin. Well, you that, have any idea how long the receipt is at CVS or like oh, Walmart or oh, something? And there's all the coupons on it. Rick will just take that and wrap it around his whole face <laughs> as like a sun shield. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, now one thing that you know you talk about technology is is ruining everything. Like I, there are a lot of places now, especially if you use like your credit card that will. It'll give you an option, like no receipt. It'll just email it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the best thing. Wow, I didn't even ever think of that. Don't, mm-hmm. don't touch receipts. If okay. we were doing like a 10 p.m. newscast, we'd be like, "Coming up next, what's something you touch every day? <laughs> possibly kill you after weather." And you show a bunch of people just like like rolling around on the ground, like bleeding out of their eyes, like holding their receipts. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You're like. <laughs> going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a that was more of a commentary on the state of the uh media right now but uh yeah <laughs> okay i can't believe it it's 857 um okay let's do this what is and, and we i feel like we didn't even scratch the surface but what is one thing that you enjoy about life or something you do that makes life more enjoyable and it doesn't have to have anything to do with lipolutazepine <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I am, I'm just so blessed to get to do what I do every day. Like I, I love this so much that where I get to make such a big difference for my patients and, and then, um, you know, really research and learn new information and be able to share it in places like this so that it's like the ripple effect. So now everybody who's listened to this podcast knows to not use aluminum foil and yeah. to help their <laughs> detoxification pathways. Like that's just what, what brings joy to my life is, is, um, is helping others not go through the kinds of things that I've gone through, or if they are going through significant health problems that they start to get some insights on what can make them better and to have hope, you know, our, right. our bodies are so incredible yes. when we, when we figure out where the glitches are and we help smooth things out, the body is so resilient and able to heal. Being in Austin and uh, your your two books, Shibby Paleo Essentials and Mold Toxicity Workbook, and I'm assuming all of those, it's Prime Day. Are those on Prime? They are on Amazon, yeah. yes. Yep, so you can check those out. And then uh, being in Austin. <laughs> with... They cost uh, one penny per page. <laughs> oh, she won't get that. I told this, I was, I kind of, I misunderstood a a, a a bookstore promotion and uh i was sorely disappointed um so have you been do you go to paleo fx i do i got to speak on mold there this past year cool yeah i i had a i spoke on raising uh uh human raising tiny humans or raising human kids or something like uh gosh it's been like it's been a few years five or six years ago um and so it's been kind of fun uh uh yeah, I I met a lot of people. A lot of people on the show are people like Jonathan Baylor and uh, you know Ben. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> ben. What's his Ben Greenfield. Ben Greenfield. They've, oh, they, no, yeah. Ben. What's his name? Yeah, it's a they, very they, they, they've been on. They've been on the show several. Jason oh. Sives been been on the show several times. Rob Wolf's been on the show. Mark Sisson's been on the show. So, um, oh, so anyway. it's a good group. Yeah. Oh, you should come back to Paleo Effects. I next know. Year. It's just been like a random, like weird thing, timing things the last few years. But yeah, if we come down next year, we'll definitely have to connect. But to talk about, okay, we talked about your books. Promote yourself. Like, where else could people find you? Um, uh, AnnShippyMD.com. Uh, we've got lots of great information there. And then on Facebook and uh, Instagram, it's just, we're so focused on getting really practical information that help people to to get their um, health on track and to actually feel better as they age rather than um, like they're falling falling down around yeah. that and um, we've got a cleanse program that's going to be coming out and that's very science-based very uh, detail oriented in September cool um, and will you um, somehow get me the links to the, the supplements that we talked about? And somehow, I don't know how, maybe like a pigeon, uh, you can fly to Abilene and Our they'll know. Is yeah. Cool. Well, dial mine for the outside. <laughs> yeah. Dial <laughs> if, you, oh, if you give me your email address, I'll email. Them. Hey, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, this has been great. Our tip of the week, we're, we do a tip of the week at the end of the show. And it's, I'm a uh, spoiler alert. It's going to be like along the lines of what you just like we're like you know what i love my job but i see this other need and this other passion that i have and i'm just going to go for it it's going to be along those lines so thank you for being an inspiring person and all the things that you're doing this has been great and i'll get you my email uh address and we will connect that way 
Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. This is so fun. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good night. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. I wonder if uh, some I, some guests, because you know we used to say like, all right, we're going to end the recording. This has been great, but hang out for a second. We'll talk off air, and then we'd like yeah. talk to them afterwards. But now it's like since we do it like real time, just like all right, bye. Big golfs, eh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Email address. She is going to send me some info. Thanks. Um, have you gotten your O shot yet? No. Have you? No. Oh. I wonder if we're going to get it over. I hope we do. I always tell my kids about the pain relieving thing, but not about the other thing. <laughs> the pain relieving thing. <sighs> That's their motto, I think. <laughs> the pain relieving thing. <laughs> Old Ben, what's his name? Um, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that super famous guy. Ben, what's his face? Yeah. <laughs> awesome all right well very quickly tip of the week don't don't like if you if you have this this urge to do something that's you know within reason oh mark (laughs) speaking of what we were talking about in the intros urges that you can't get past me but you could get past 99 percent of the the word urge like come on people oh um, anyway, so if you see if there's something like that in your life and you're like, well, I just can't do that right now because of this and this and this and this and this, like, especially if it's something that's going to benefit someone else, like being a functional medicine practitioner, you know, things like that. Um, you don't have to go back to med school to make a difference, but you know, like, uh, life's too short to, to get stuck doing something that you don't really love to do. Uh, so anyway, there's the tip of the week. Good tip. There's another. Why are you laughing? There's another thing. <sighs> Grow up, Mark. Tip. Like that's a. It's what you give your waiter. <laughs> what kind of restaurant are you going to? <laughs> Louisiana Purchase. Talked about that. Like dedicated listeners will know about the ba- the picture in the Louisiana Purchase bathroom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, oh man. Okay, that was it. We did it. Uh, hold on. Let me. Just, I always like to kind of give a quick um, what's coming up thing. I just scheduled one for September eighth. We do have Sean Holly coming up next week. Then we're off. Then we're off. Wait. Oh, I was looking at June. Oh. Uh, we did. We did. <laughs> you think Sean Holly would have like rung a bell <laughs> since we interviewed him like two weeks ago? Um, <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bitten. Yeah, you sure were like, oh, sounds good. I've never heard that name before. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the return of Elizabeth Bitten is next week. She's been on ah. before. We loved Elizabeth Bitten. Um, then we have uh, Joe DeSena is coming back on. Candula uh, is all I have. I don't know if it's doctor or what just, just candela and then sheila is coming is coming on <laughs> i just uh, oh dr ken oh dr ken's coming back remember the defense person oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then we've got uh then it's labor day golly then it's patty montella then it's rena wiener i swear and then uh <laughs> <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for this edition of the city of podcast <laughs> 
can remember. I've read about, is it autophagy? Is that how you say that? Is that... Yes, exactly. Autophagy. Autophagy. Lidocosin, lazapisin. So until next time, enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs>